I'm Mike Shrews. And I'm Tivis. And you're listening to The Monster Cast. Episode 31. Welcome back, everybody, to the MonsterCast, the podcast where we watch and talk about the monsters. I, am I swear f- your uh, mixer is trying to deafen me. Kill you? Yeah, that was really loud. Um, so, uh, as always, I am here with my co-host, Tivis. Uh, Tivis, how are you doing today besides your ears? I, you know, I got a new bag of jelly beans. I'm doing good. Awesome. Um so today, guys, we are going to talk about two brand new episodes. Well, not brand new episodes, brand new to other podcast episodes. Brand new and, to me. And uh, before we dive into that, let's get into some dirty work real quick. Uh, we would like you, if you enjoy listening to the podcast, please let leave us some reviews, likes, comments, um, all that fun stuff. Anywhere you listen and or watch. Uh, speaking of, you can watch us on the MonsterCast YouTube channel. And you get to see our pretty ugly faces and Tivis uh, break down every time I finally get him to to crack, um, as I did last week. Probably won't happen this week. <laughs> so um, ev- everywhere else you can find us on social media at The MonsterCast. That is Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, all at The MonsterCast. And you can email us any of your monster stories, questions, concerns, anything like that. Or if you just want to be a guest or know someone who would want to be a guest on our show, um, you can email us at themonstercast at outlook.com. And I think that about does it for all of that stuff. So, Tivis, take it away. <laughs> I don't think there's any significant news this week, is there? No, not no. that I've seen. Nah. Nothing, nothing changing, nothing yeah. new. Nope. Uh, Daniel. Uh, oh, my God. Help me out here. Robot. New grandpa. Robert. He uh, did an interview with a radio station, which is pretty cool. Uh, we shared it on our Twitter mm-hmm. and I believe Facebook. So if you haven't checked that out, you go ahead. I put the timestamp when it starts. But it's a, yeah. it's a cool interview with him that not only goes over the monsters, but his career is a, you know, in general. Yeah. So. Awesome. It's a cool listen. All right, let's get into this first episode then. Uh, before we start, I'm going to say that this is uh, heavily dealing with Native Americans in the 60s. So prepare for some cultural insensitivities. We're going to do our best to avoid them. Uh, if I miss it, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I really will say, though, I don't think they've done anything different than what the Simpsons have ever done. To be honest, no, but and the Simpsons was Simpsons was around for a decade before we started caring about people. So (laughs) yeah, so all right. But yeah, I will say there was a chance for this to be way worse than it actually is. I will say that. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, this one's called. Did I write this wrong, or is it actually Heat Big Herman? Heat. Uh, 
crap. My browser like disappeared. Oh, there it is. Uh, it is sorry. A uh, big heap Herman. Big heap Herman. Okay, so I yeah. did write that in reverse because I brain died apparently. Uh, <laughs> season two, episode eighteen. Uh, let's see. Aired January twentieth, nineteen sixty-six. Written by Joe Connolly with uh, Bob Mosier and Norm Liebman involved, of course. Directed by Ezra Stone once again. Uh, this guy is probably going to have more monsters credits to his name than anyone else. Guest this week we got Ned Romero as Wonga. Uh, he played Chips in. Shane, which was a 1966 TV series, okay. uh, Sergeant Joe Rivera on Dan, uh, Dan August, I'm sorry, which ran from 70 to 71. And he is of uh, Chit. Oh, my God. We went over this before we started. Chittimacha roots. The, that Native American tribe. I close it. Uh, Chittimacha. Yeah. Okay. At least that's how it looks like it's pronounced. Um, yeah, it's, it is one I have never heard of, so I apologize if I am way off. But it is a name, and I suck at those, so on brand for me. Uh, <laughs> Len Lesser as Monaco. Monaco? Monaco? Manicu? I don't know. Uh, you may remember him as Uncle Leo from Seinfeld or mm-hmm. uh, Garvin in Everyone Loves Raymond. Both very beloved uncles on two sit- long running sitcoms. So, uh, you know, and, and that was actually his big, like, memorable role was way in the 90s. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, this guy had a very long career. He was actually a World War II Army veteran that served in China, Burma and India. Uh, I highly recommend going check out his career. It's fascinating. Uh, Felix Loker <laughs> Locker as a Powatuma. Powatuma, yeah. Yeah. Uh so he actually didn't begin acting until he was 73. Okay. But before becoming an actor, he held over a hundred copyrights and patents related to unique mapping systems that he would use when lecturing military officers and insurance salesmen. <laughs> Uh, he played Mr. Johnson in Star Trek. Neo G. Yes. Uh, he's actually the earliest born actor to ever be in Star Trek. Uh, and is one of only 11 actors to be born in the 19th century to appear in the series. <laughs> Just some huh. little facts that I, I found in his Interesting. bio. Uh, Richard jury as the man. I, Honestly, didn't see anything that stood out to me, but he had a he had a pretty good career as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sally Freya, oh boy. Freya yeah. as the OK, this is how it's actually listed in the credits. The, the Indian, Indian girl. girl. <laughs> uh, this is her sever- second ever acting credit, and she plays multiple roles over 18 episodes of Dynasty, which ran from 81 to 86. Yeah. So. And that is the guest list for this one. Okay. You got anything special on um, anybody else or no for this? No. No? Okay. All right. So uh, we are doing Big Heap Herman. 
January 20th, 1966, as Tivis previously stated, uh, the monsters are heading for a vacation in Buffalo Valley when Herman gets off for a rest stop at Indian Flats. He wanders into the village of a Native American tribe where he is mistaken for an ancient spirit. Dun, dun, dun. Uh. <laughs> That's just become yeah, a I thing I do now after I do the synopsis, apparently. <laughs> I know I don't normally add in like little factoids about the actors, uh-huh. but I wanted to see if any of them were actually of Native American descent. And also, I know you're a big Trekkie, so I, I found that information. I was like, oh, he'd probably like this. So okay. all right, let's dive into the episode. Uh, we open with the family. Also, and I love this scene, by the way, sitting you're good. You're we, good. I was okay. just trying to find my notes again. <laughs> they disappeared <laughs> on my screen. <laughs> he started shaking and heading a mad look. I'm like, what, do we lose the recording again? Uh, <laughs> so we open with the family all sitting at a dining table in the dark with one candle lit in the middle. Herman is telling them that he has summoned them all there for their annual ritual. <laughs> like, I loved this scene. This is so good. Yeah, they set it up uh, looking like it's going to be like some weird seance or something that they, they're yeah, doing. Yeah, that's the what I thought it was going to be. They're going to talk into like Uncle whatever. Well, who was the one that I forget the name, but when they went to the uh, that like barren the uh, Death resort Valley or whatever it was. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, oh, it's just Uncle whatever making all that noise. <laughs> uh, let's see. He says the family's been doing this for a hundred years and they will deal with it the good old fashioned American way. Democratic way. American way, yeah. They said democratic uh, way, yeah. Democratic well, American, American way. way. American yeah. democratic and then they said something else way. Which is just, yeah. you know, as we at find the, out. Yeah, at this point I'm a little confused. <laughs> like, what? what is going on? <laughs> Um, so he reminds everyone that they need to keep good sportsmanship and be level headed no matter the result. He then opens a box in front of him and I realize what is going on. <laughs> well, not fully, but he begins reading off the papers inside and, uh, the first vote is for the beach. The beach. And I realize this is for their annual vacation yeah. spot. And I'm like, this is a great idea. Yeah. <laughs> I actually don't mind this idea. I, I was thinking about that too when I was watching. I was like, we should do this for our vacations. Just like, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, make it maybe consolidate it down to like, you know, here's three choices. I would take mm. it a step for, uh, further and I would literally print up a ballot <laughs> and everything <laughs> with it, your choices. Yeah. This is what you get to choose from. I, I this would probably have to be including uh, the extended family for me with uh, my sisters and my nieces or my nieces and nephew. Yeah. But yeah, that's actually not a bad idea. Uh, so we get four votes for the beach and he stops and refuses to read the last one. And Marilyn goes, well, aren't you going to pick it up? He goes, no, because it's mine and it's for Buffalo Valley. And if I can't go there, I don't want to go anywhere and <laughs> yeah. start smacking his hand down on the table, breaking their uh, the ballot, ballot box. box. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then he begins claiming that the uh, he wants a recount because the election was fixed. Yeah. It was uh, fixed. He began- it was fixed. It was fixed. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, Lily gets up in a huff and says, now that the democratic way was upheld, she hopes everyone enjoys Buffalo Valley and turns on the candles before sitting back down. Uh, (laughs) Herman's like, oh, yeah, they sure will. And as usual, it smirks away like a jerk. So that means he's done this for other years. Yeah. Well, remember, he is the, the head of the household to this, you know. Yeah. He's, he's how, how many vacations times. has he ruined, though? <laughs> yeah, well. I mean, they go to the beach all the time. Like, we've literally seen them in the beach like three or four times now. So they go to yeah. the beach all the time. I the last time I'm, they went, he got picked up by a Russian fishing boat. So. I don't blame him, though, for wanting to go somewhere else after that, especially. <laughs> he had a good time. Uh, Lily was the one who was angry. <laughs> Yeah, and he had to probably deal with it for five months after that. <laughs> uh, Marilyn says that she can't go because she has exams. And also, there's no men in Buffalo Valley. Uh, this, Lily suggests that Herman wants her. This pissed me off. If Marilyn wasn't going to go in the first place. Why she voted? Why'd she vote? Herman was totally right. The election was rigged. <laughs> I mean, it still would have been. And I demand a recount for him. <laughs> Some of those but, votes uh, could go missing. <laughs> <laughs> Lily suggests that Herman wants her to be a nice, rich, handsome buffalo before glaring at him. And that is the end of the opening. Is this the fastest opening yet? I think the other one we talk about this today is going to be the fastest one. Really? I believe so. Yeah. What is the other? Oh, wow. Okay. That is a short paragraph. You might be right. <laughs> so I remember one of these being really short. Yeah. I just, this opening uh, cracked me up just the whole, cause we get like a little spooky, spooky look, you know, the usual. Yeah. yeah. Like, uh, you know how I love the, the Frankenstein type openings. And yeah, then it turns out that they're picking their vacation spot in a way that I don't find you know that or bad of an idea (laughs) (laughs) it's a fun idea it's i would say that's a fun idea but in this household this is a hierarchy so they just do whatever the hell we tell them (laughs) so in other words no matter what your wife picks (laughs) no i we usually go about the same i really just don't care so I just enforce the hierarchy rules <laughs> or, or should I say we're more of a, um, a dictatorship. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, that's just the two of us. So we really just like, Hey, where do you feel like going this year? So you go you wherever go she's here? decides. Gotcha. <laughs> I know we discuss is like, how you feel about this place? Eh, no, not this year. What about this place? And eh, we kind of just went there, you know, so yeah, we go back and forth. Yeah. So okay. uh, this year we're going to DC. <laughs> I've been there fun... since 2019. I'm excited. That place is huge. Anyone who goes there, prepare at least a week and you won't even see half of the stuff. there. I think it's going to take even longer now, right now with all the stuff going on. Oh, dude, so. I don't even want to think about <laughs> traffic over. We're getting way off topic, yeah. but traffic in D.C. and Maryland are some of the craziest, like insane drivers I have ever seen. I almost got ran off the road by a FedEx truck who was in the wrong lane. Uh, 
This is why you take a like, taxi, Tivis. Oh, I'm renting a car. <laughs> I'm not risking Anyways, mine. Uh, let's dive back into this. So we come back from the credits onto the train. And yep. we find out that Herman only booked two beds instead of four for four people for him, Grandpa, Lily, and Eddie. And he got the uh, excursion rate. It, I don't think this is a bad idea, though. Like, you would think Herman and Lily would share bunk, and Grandpa and Eddie, whatever. Yeah, except like, Lily's I've, pissed. I've literally slept in a bed, like, <laughs> With my grandparents, because we were camping and shit like that. Well, I guess that's not bad, but still, like, it's nothing. I don't think that that was a bad idea. I thought that was a smart idea on his behalf because you're saving money on the travel to have more money to spend on the actual vacation itself. Yeah, the flaw in the plan is uh, he ruined where Lily wanted to go. So he didn't factor in how bad she was. (laughs) Yeah. 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 So she says that her and uh, or him and grandpa are sleeping together and her and Eddie will take the bottom bunk. Yeah. They send Herman and grandpa to the top. What's Herman and grandpa on the top? I'm like, wait, what? What? Why? Um, so grandpa gets on the top bunk and Herman tries shoving his suitcase on the top up there. And, and Al like shoves the suitcase back at Herman and like, you see Fred's nose just bend over through it and i was like how did they not mess up the makeup because it looked like it was like actually putting a lot of pressure on his face it's crazy uh yeah um and and while this is going on lily walks away with her luggage yeah to presumably put it in a luggage cart Uh, (laughs) uh yeah, so he shoves it out there, pins Grandpa to the wall. Grandpa shoves it back at him, and he's like, watch it. <laughs> and then he finally gets it up there, and then he's, mm-hmm. like, trying to figure out how to get up to the top bunk. Yeah, they have, like, this little wooden ladder. ladder. Yeah, which none of the other bunks had that, by the way, if you looked around. <laughs> I think you're supposed to, like, everyone's sharing it. Oh, you move it around, okay. Yeah. Um. Well, they well how do you anymore, get though. down, then? safely you just jump down it's not that high what if they're not like necessarily i mean you're gonna wait the person on the bottom bunk but but if they're not necessarily necessarily able to jump down not everybody you know well then you shouldn't have got picked a top bunk. <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah it, uh herman basically destroys the ladder by trying to step on it move it around he just he just grabs it and throws it on the ground <laughs> And then um, he jumps up into the bed this time. Yeah, he does like a back jump. And I was thinking he was going to fall right through the bed. <laughs> nope. Instead, he punches his head out the top of the train. Yep. <laughs> uh, oh. and he's up there. He's like, Grandpa, pull me in. We're coming up on a tunnel. Which I don't think he has to worry because clearly there's a part next to him that's yeah. higher. So I think he would have been fine. Yeah, he would have been fine. But maybe the 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 wind in the tunnel would have ended up making his head pop off. Because he is his head pops off all the yeah, time. Yeah, he does lose his so, head a lot. Yeah. <laughs> and then grandpa pulls him back in and and um 
And he's like, you know, I should have got a, a pet permit or, or a livestock permit or whatever. Yeah, livestock permit. And, and he's like, but why? And he's like, because I've never traveled with a jackass before. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, damn, grandpa. Uh, the stuff that we used to be able to get away with that we can't say anymore. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I was just like, before we started recording, Xena was on uh, TV and oh, yeah. uh, Xena Warrior Princess for people who don't know. But that was on. I was watching it and they're just like throwing them around like bitch and all these ass and stuff. I was like, I don't remember them saying bitch and Xena when I was watching this as a kid. I don't remember that being allowed on TV. <laughs> yeah. Well, that okay, was like Xena and Hercules were like, what was it like? 90s. UPN? It was on. Were UPN? they UPN? I thought they were Fox or Fox. One of the two. But I didn't remember them being allowed to say bitch on TV back in the 90s. And they no, got away I with I thought that was always a band word. They got away with it. I mean, they did say bitch in the Ants movie, too, by the way. <laughs> Stallone's like character goes on and says, stop being a little bitch. Yeah, that was a movie in theaters. It's... That was a kid's movie. It was PG. Yeah, they always throw was in PG some 13. kind of swear word. I don't know. Well, the swear word is probably 13. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Anyways, so Lily returns with a lit candle, which I'm not sure is uh, allowed on a train full of curtains. Uh, (laughs) I was so worried we were going to have another set fire. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. She forgets the the bunk they're staying on is number 10 or the bunks and decides to just open one. Peek her head into one as this guy is. Go on. Yeah. Uh, fortunately, you know, he's in he's deep like he's deep in reading The Fall of the House of Usher by Edgar Allan Poe, which mm-hmm. if I knew Edgar was, uh, you know, as much of a fan of, you know, Usher, which is to say I'm not at all. I, I would respect the guy nice uh, more. Uh, <laughs> wah, I even wah, have wah. it here. Wait for uh, Where, Mike to shake his my, head. At where's terrible my joke. crickets? Where's my cricket sound effect? Yeah. Where is it? Where I know. is it? Oh, wait, wait. so this guy's reading aloud to this book which is totally inconsiderate to the people in that room by the way in the other bunks uh and he's like i i don't know about you but when i read victoria gets mad at me a lot because i'm like in it and she's like talking to me and i don't hear anything so i'm zoned out and then she like shows me and i'm like wait what where'd you come from (laughs) that's what this guy is like he is in this horror book as Lily pops her head in scares the crap out of him and he jumps out the window that dude's dead <laughs> oh yeah I, that was my note I was like he has to be dead right like they literally just killed that guy for no reason <laughs> oh yeah that's either that or how far is this from the from the um stop when they make it maybe he becomes like oh no he'd still be dead he's just dead yeah <laughs> and, and she's like oh well, that's weird he must have missed his stop yeah now you scared the crap out of him lady <laughs> then we go back uh, to uh herman and grandpa in bed yeah, who are sleeping head to foot so they can't can't lock in you know yeah that's a scrubs joke yeah um, I like scrubs. 
So apparently grandpa has his foot in Herman's uh, night pocket, nightgown pocket. (laughs) Which Herman takes up over half the bed as is. Yeah. Add in his luggage, which grandpa is basically using as a blanket. Yeah. So the whole time grandpa's complaining about not having space, why doesn't grandpa just turn into a bat or something and just cut up in the corner? Well, last time he did that overnight, he got stuck as a wolf. And <laughs> they don't want to deal with that again. <laughs> but he's not turning into a wolf that time. He would be turning into a bat. Yeah, but he might be stuck as a bat. I don't care. He'd have space and he wouldn't be complaining. <laughs> then he wouldn't be happy. This is grandpa. He's uh, never happy unless Herman's exactly. being hurt. <laughs> so Herman said he said <laughs> he's like, I need a drink of water and gets out of bed. Yeah. Uh, so he goes over to this. Like weird faucet that's like a push. Mm hmm. And it's barely like little tiny drops are coming out. So it's going to take him forever to fill up the cup. And he's just mad. And he's like, well, the water doesn't need like the water's just gone <laughs> at that point. And he's like, "Who? someone took all the water. It took all the water. I'll kill him. I'll kill him. I'll kill him. <laughs> yeah. And he's yelling this down the aisle towards all the beds yeah. and the train suddenly like jolts and he grabs the curtain and like rips all of them off and sit, stands up roaring like you know a, this was a Frankenstein scene it wasn't at the beginning but yeah. I loved it and then he starts yelling I'll kill him I'll kill him I'll kill him again yeah. and everyone books it <laughs> yeah they all take <laughs> off and then it's just um, ooh, geez. Herman, Grandpa, Lily and Eddie just left in the whole car by themselves which, Which, hey, by the time that time you got all the beds. Yeah, I was going to say more space. Yeah. <laughs> so that works out, right? <laughs> uh, and then we get to the next morning where they're in a passenger car eating breakfast all by themselves. And Eddie wonders why they're in there, not the dining car. Yeah. And apparently all the passengers got together last night and uh, decided that it would be best if they had the whole car to themselves to eat breakfast in. How generous. Right. How generous. The peaceful, quiet, you know, VIP treatment right there. So, uh, oh, go on. Oh, you go ahead. I was going to say, and then um, Herman is reading out of his travel almanac, is what he calls it, right? Was it considered an almanac? I don't remember. He's reading out of that. It looked like a flyer to me. And um, he basically. He's trying to read to the family about uh, the valley that they're going to. Mm-hmm. And they Which, all just, I think they pretend to fall asleep. I think they actually do fall asleep. I, why, why do I get the feeling since he, we know that he wants to go to Buffalo Valley every year? Uh-huh. He reads this to them every year. <laughs> mm, they're probably sick of hearing it. I, I, I wasn't sure if they actually fell asleep. Or if they just pretended to fall asleep so he'd leave them alone. <laughs> no, I think they actually fell asleep. Because <laughs> why else? Because uh, it wouldn't make sense for what's about to happen otherwise. Yeah. yeah. So then um, Herman's like, all right, well, we're stopped. We must. Uh, there must be like a newsstand or something around. Go uh, 
Oh, oh, what does he wait, say? He thinks yeah. they're going While for like a male that, thing. I wrote this down. Uh, going. He's like, isn't that interesting? And, and he goes, sure, Pop, if you say so, <laughs> which is very reminiscent of trips I've taken with my dad, who knows way too much weird facts about history <laughs> and areas. You mean you don't like to hear about the giant, you know, ball of yarn that's in the middle of <laughs> Oh, no, this is more of like which general of the Revolutionary War died here. Oh, yeah. The remains are scattered across this field. Yeah, you can find bones and swords over there in that uh, cornfield. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So uh, Hermione ends up getting up and going to look for a newsstand to where he can find a new uh, reading source, a paper, something, anything. Um, because he thinks that they're stopped for like a mail pickup or delivery or whatnot. Yeah. Uh, which trains yeah, well, do or used to do, I should what, say. What's the name of this platform? Uh, Indian Flats is the name of this platform. Yes, it is. And um, it's called that. I'm, I think they tell us why I lay there. Right. Oh, no, because it's just the land. This is the land there. Yeah, yeah. that's right. It's, it's really basically like a reservation. No yeah. it. It's, it's yeah. in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Um, or is it supposed to be like their tourist thing? Because they do talk about that. It is the tourist spot, but it's like in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Well, the train stops there in case people want to go. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. He goes up to this building. And he's like... Okay, so it's got to be in here. He busts the door down. There's no one inside. Mm -hmm. And it's a tiny shack. So he's like, well, it must be on the other side then. It's the back wall. Who could have guessed? <laughs> of the empty shack you just busted the door down to. Yeah. <laughs> then he decides to just sit down and continue reading his little booklet. Like, dude, no, train, train. Yeah, he ends up falling asleep and waking up as he hears Which the train. You, yeah, you. The whole time he's like reading, you can hear the train tracks as the yeah. train's moving already. <laughs> and then the train dis is gone. Is gone yep. when he get he comes to. And then uh, he's like, "Damn it!" Uh, basically, like, "Darn it, darn, darn it. darn, darn." <laughs> uh, Our second just, darn, darn on this episode, actually. Yeah, and then he just like starts walking off into the desert i want to say it's a desert don't right? lick that electrical outlet i'm not going to not you the cat <laughs> she's sniffing it intently and she's dumb oh <laughs> uh, you need kitty um so special kitty yeah Stop he, it. he starts walking off into the desert following this sign uh, I don't even recall what the sign said because it really didn't jump out at me. And uh, uh, it just said village six miles that way. Okay, that's what it says. All right, and then we go to what's at the village before we ever get there, and this is where we get introduced to the uh, the Indian tribe that they have sitting there. Um, basically, like super stereotypical yeah <laughs> like, this yeah, is worse uh, than like adam sandler's like one movie that he did <laughs> i still watch that one but I, I i remember the stories of it being made oh, that's dumb. Um, yeah it, but there's a twist yeah it turns out they're practicing 
to put on a show for what the tourists think they're like. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. that's a unique spin. Yeah. So that was it was cool because they're dressed in like the traditional uh, wares and everything. But it's because they're all in like some sort of costume type thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, So everything they're doing is for a theatrical purpose, which is cool. Yeah. And the the character Wongo, I I just call him the producer because he's like got the checklist and telling them all what to do. So, uh, you know, Mm -hmm. he's there. He's like, you got to you got to put a little more flourish into it, man. (laughs) But then an elder (laughs) whose name I forgot, uh, Powatuma. Mm hmm. Poetuma uh, begins doing like you know the very same stereotypical stuff so I'm like okay maybe this is as good as I thought it was gonna be well I think it's supposed to be because he's like the eldest one like his mindset is still not necessarily going to that but he's seeing everything uh, as a th- the theatrical stuff, he's seeing that, and I think it's supposedly bringing back like flashbacks of like stories he was told as a child or some shit. Mm-hmm. That's what but, I gra- gathered from it. I mean, it's possible. Yeah, he begins telling him about how uh, you know they used to flourish in that area, and the mm-hmm. the producer is like, "Yeah, that was a long time ago." <laughs> yeah, he's like, "Yeah, those uh, are all long time ago stories." Yeah. And- the only thing we have going on now is tourists and Medicare. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. And yeah, I don't know. This is just an awkward one for me. Cause you know, I got, maybe I'm just a little more hyper aware. Cause I, I actually, my great, great grandma was full blooded Cherokee. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm, I don't consider myself a member of the tribe. I don't practice their beliefs. I don't, anything like that so i don't don't, i'm not saying that but i'm still empathetic to them so this is it is a weird one for me to talk about (laughs) so the 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 uh i forgot the name already the elder starts saying that the the spirit will return from the desert and uh both the younger guys are skeptical at the old he's the old man's like Look, I my what was it? His father or his grandfather had a vision and carved Grand, into that totem. Great grandfather, I believe it was. Was uh, it had the vision and carved it into his uh, into the to- top of the totem of yeah, what which their god said would uh, the spirit would look like. Yeah, yeah. It it, it kind of resembles Herman, I guess. Not really. It even had the <laughs> scar on the like the head. Yeah, you know, it just. Ew. It resembled him enough because it's still supposed to be like a wooden sculpture. At least it wasn't his exact face. I'll give him that. Yeah. Yeah. So then we go back to the The train. uh, The train. Yeah. And they're like, where the hell is Herman at? (laughs) Yeah. They've they've searched the entire train. No sign of him. Yeah. Can't find him anywhere. And they find out from a conductor or some, one of the people on the train that they saw someone matching the it same was, description getting off uh, at Indian Flats. So uh, and he's he like, well, why didn't they back. say something two hours ago? Yeah, <laughs> it was a two hour stop ago. Um, and then somehow they get the we go back to Herman. But I'm curious, how the hell did they get the train to turn around? 
for two hours. No, they didn't. They got off and got on a different one. But did they? Uh, yeah, Lily's like, oh, the conductor just came out of the broom closet. <laughs> so he saw Herman and hid. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and that's when Lily says we're going to get off on the next platform and catch a train back there to look for him. Uh, Eddie then asks what they will do if they can't find him, and Grandpa says, "Well." Isn't that obvious? We're going to cash in his return trip ticket. <laughs> and Lily, like, she's like nodding. And then as he continues talking, he's like, wait a minute, what? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's because she knows that he has to go and pay the bills. He's to <laughs> scare up the rent. <laughs> so, yeah. Now we cut to Herman wandering through the desert. With a facial expression that kind of just says, ass, he's a bit bored, honestly. Yeah. And then he sees and notices like the, the village down below. And um, he's excited. He's excited. He's worried. Yeah, he's worried it's a mirage, but he's excited. Yeah. And he runs down there and and then the people all see him and they're like, oh, we found the blah, blah, blah. I, I forget the name of their god. Or whatever the thing is that they I didn't even attempt with how horrible I am with names. I don't know if it's real or not, so I'm not gonna write it down. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, they they're like, we found him, and and then of course Herman is gonna stand right next to the totem pole. Yeah, the entire place is like deserted when he walks in, and he kind of just backs up against the totem and he's like, Where is everyone? <laughs> and that's when um the elder walks out with the two young men mm-hmm. and see him standing next to it. And the two are like, oh, the resemblance is uncanny. Yeah. Maybe this he's on to something. I do like uh, that. They the whole time, though, is it's cool because it's not. I don't find this necessarily degrading or anything at all to Native Americans because of the way they play it off, which is cool. There's a lot worse out there. For oh, yeah. sure. But so like, so they um, are talking about it and like, oh, yeah, we're just going to. The legend says that if he marries into the tribe that, you know, we'll have great uh, prospering um, harvests and all this and that. And, and the guy's like, you really wait, we're going to let this green faced dude like really marry into the tribe. And like, well, it's not going to be legal, but it yeah. will be great for a show. <laughs> for the tourists. <laughs> yeah. So these guys uh, still don't actually believe like the old legends or anything like that. They just think that it's going to help bring in more uh, ticket sales and stuff to watch yeah. them it reenact this uh, supposed uh, marriage that will create um, perfect harvest and everything like that. Yeah. Uh we skipped ahead a little bit here. I but know I did, but I wanted to say it all. <laughs> yeah. Uh, their crops will grow and everything will be cool. Yeah. <laughs> uh, word I'm no longer saying. Uh, cool? Yeah. No, no. He says another word. What? Uh, what did he say? Cool something. I'm not saying it again. What's it start with? D. Uh, e? Cool. The producer, uh, he's like, you know, hey, it might help. And even if it doesn't, we could stage this ceremony three or four times a day and make some more cash from the tourists. <laughs> Type he, it to me so I can say it, because I'm curious of what the fucking word is. He says, cool, daddy. 
Oh. <laughs> yeah. But before this, we get the uh, quick shot at the platform where Grandpa and Lily are beginning their search at the sign for the village. And Eddie finds uh, Herman's boring magazine and Lily gives a speech. Oh. Neither blinding sun nor burning desert sand shall keep us from the swift pursuit of our beloved Herman. <laughs> and Grandpa's just like, great, now your mom's also crazy. She's quoting the post office. <laughs> She's doing commercial for the post office. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. He like so, completely, in this episode, Grandpa completely makes it like... Lily seem like she's cuckoo crazy. <laughs> I mean, isn't she a little? Yeah. She puts up with her. But by the end of this, I wouldn't want to mess with her. <laughs> After the end of the last couple, she decks him twice. Yeah. Uh, so Herman is getting his face painted by a woman as he picks up a mirror to check himself out and he's very pleased with his new look yeah. and he jokes about taking a peek at his fiance and that, or that he took a peek at his fiance and that this will be a real fun thing before nudging the woman doing the paint and laughing. Uh, she naturally gives no reaction because what can you say to that? <laughs> yeah. I don't so know. it, yeah, the families wander around the desert looking for Herman when they come across the village. Uh. So there's pictures of this uh, episode, by the way, in color. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And um, Fred in color with the makeup looks really cool. Like, uh, oh, I'm because sure. he has the headdress on and everything like that. Um, it, it looks really cool because he, uh, the way his facial, the way Fred's, uh, face is formed and stuff he actually i'm sure he probably had some native american or whatever blood in him most of us do um but like it it looks like he's because of the blue makeup too like he's a ghost for the tribe almost and it's really cool i i just pulled the picture up to to see um and maybe i'll drop it in the video here so we'll see <laughs> anyways <laughs> So, yeah, the family come upon the village and Herman's about to get the crap beat out of him again because Lily says no matter what, uh, what or where or what he's doing, that he's thinking of his family. She yeah. knows it. <laughs> Cut to Herman in a He's not. Mm. He's, they always do that. They he always never set is. Him, they always set him up. Like Herman is only thinking of his family when his family is around. <laughs> like let's be or honest when you know they go missing yeah when he's missing he couldn't care less when they're missing he worries yeah uh but yeah cut to uh herman in a headdress now with a jacket of some kind i think it's, it might be a blanket i can't tell it's a uh, af or uh, uh not an afghan what the heck do they call those things um i am not the person to ask oh I spent a few weeks on a reservation. You'd think I'd remember all these damn terms. Ah, oh, shit. I, oh, that does look nice. I think that's a recoloring, though. Yeah, that is a recoloring. I just sent Tivis the uh, photo of Fred in there. So, um, yeah. It's going to annoy me now that I don't remember 
uh, uh, what, what it's uh, called. You know, and, you know, I watch this stuff with uh, subtitles on, and the uh, the elder and the woman begin speaking in tribal language, as the subtitles put it. <laughs> Again, I don't know if it was a real tribal language or not, mm. so... Let us know if you do. But Herman just simply repeats what they're saying. Yeah. Uh, and then he begins playing patty cake with his fiance. Uh, Eddie spots him. Grandpa's face is pure glee during this as he knows what's about to happen. And Lily goes from shock to I'm going to kill him. <laughs> Uh, they walk up and stand near. Did you find it, by the way? All I'm finding is they're just calling them Indian, quote unquote, blankets or uh, Navajo blankets, which we don't know what tribe this is. So you can't even say that. So, um, yeah, because they're just the same thing as like the uh, the Mexican uh, uh, natives wear or make as well. Um, if you ever go to Mexico, people do check it out. Um, there's a lot of um, native Mexicans, which are basically like our Native Americans. Um, they live in like the mountains and stuff. Well, some of them live in the mountains. I don't want to, you know, put all of them there, but some of them like live in the mountains and stuff like that. And they make these uh, really cool rugs and, and different textiles and shit like that. And they sell them off into like the different markets and stuff in the cities of Mexico. And it's really cool um, to, to see like every time I go there, uh, we're always looking at them. And my wife always is uh, buying something from them just to support, you know. The locals. Support them. Yeah, yeah. Oh, support your local economy. Well, not even just locals, but to support that culture because they're still they're not living in you know, necessarily the same environment as the locals in the city too. So yeah, Mexico is a completely different thing than the States for people. Uh, if you really want to visit Mexico, go anywhere, but Cancun <laughs> and you'll see some real Mexican stuff. So yeah, that's cool. You'll also be told to get the fuck out of their country. Like I was because I'm, you know, <laughs> white as hell and don't speak Spanish that well. <laughs> I don't speak Spanish at all, so I have to rely <laughs> on my wife. Anyways. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, where was I? Oh, yeah. They go up next to this kid and yep. the producer is like, he's smiling away and notice them walk up and he's like, oh, yeah, hey, cool. He's like, wait a minute, what? <laughs> and the <laughs> grandpa goes, we're friends of the groom. And he's like, okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> So the, the ceremony goes underway and there's more tribal language mm -hmm. and Lily is furious that he's actually getting married. So she grabs this bow and arrow from this kid next to him with a suction cup on it and just shoots Herman in the forehead. Yeah. Grandpa's impressed and Herman's in shock. <laughs> uh, so uh, when he sees where it came from, like Herman gets a look of like my family. Yeah. But Lily doesn't quite feel the same uh, at that moment. So she tells him furiously that they need to get on the next train before grabbing the arrow on his forehead and pulling him along. 
Yeah, it's kind of like the the take on the your aunt pulling your ear. Well, I said aunt because that's what who did it to me, like pulling your ear and dragging you by the ear and stuff. But yeah, that's yeah. basically the take of it, which was kind of cool to see. Um, yeah, and then uh, Grandpa makes some insensitive remark about Lily's rage to Eddie, and they follow. Uh, what does she? What does he say here? He says, "I didn't um, even write it down because I don't want to repeat it." Oh damn, Tivis. What the hell are uh, we doing, man? <laughs> if people want to know, they can watch the episode like they should have. Uh, the The producer is extremely disappointed that they lost Herman and his friends like, well, if you're sad, imagine how he feels. He points to the old man. He's like, that guy really believed in the old legend. Meanwhile, you go to the old uh, old man and he's like. Why did the God send us that man in the first place? <laughs> <laughs> Like, that stupid, is not what I expected. Stupid man, or whatever. Yeah, it's oh, it's so mean to Herman, man. <laughs> so you know, now we're back at home after the vacation, and they're explaining to Lily, who is confused about hearing their adventure. Yeah, and uh, they're sitting at this table too, which um, after she's done talking and stuff, we find out. Um, or no, it's not a table. They're sitting on the couch, but Herman has like a suitcase in his lap or something like that. And yeah. we find out that, oh, they must have just got home. They must have just got home. But also her and Herman are like arm wrestling and she just beats him like instantly. Yeah. So, so I'm like, is Lily stronger than Herman or is Herman the yes. stronger husband by letting his wife always win? Oh, Herman didn't let her win. Oh, he totally um, let her win. But he explains this as basically, you know, they stroked his ego and gave him a giant head by telling him how important he was. Yeah. And he's like, it's the first time I've ever felt important. Bullshit. First off. <laughs> but Lily isn't happy to hear this. And he's she goes, I don't know. Uh, a grandpa buys into it first and Lily's like, Look, I feel bad that you feel that way. Why didn't you tell me? Yeah. He's like, oh, you know, it's look, I couldn't have cared for that girl anyway, because I already have the best woman at home waiting for me. <laughs> like, no, Lily, no, he deserves a good smack. <laughs> what, what did he do wrong? He tried to get me. Well, OK, no, he it, it was a play. It was a play to him because he even mentions that he wanted to be in show business because the uh, Native American guy says, oh, he was excited. He was ecstatic. He always yeah, wanted to be in show business. Yeah, but they also explained to him that it was supposed to help the tribe with prosperity. So he didn't care whether it was real or not. <laughs> but he wasn't actually marrying anyone. There was no legality to any of it. Still, what are you doing? This <laughs> <sighs> cat. This is the first time she's not left this room. All right. Uh, where was I? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. And they call, you know, the arm wrestling. And then they, know, they laugh me. at the end after they she beats him. Yeah. So everything's all good between them again. And then it's over. And thank God. Uh, it wasn't a bad episode. I, I thought it was going to be. 
uh, when it first started setting up, I was like, oh, oh no, Tivis is gonna, like, I, I, I'm gonna break Tivis, but no, <laughs> just by being the dick. <laughs> I've seen way worse from this era. Yeah. In terms of handling Native American portrayal, uh, I'll give them credit there, but it was still uncomfortable. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. especially, like, if we weren't talking about it, I probably would have enjoyed it more, but I'm just like, oh, I don't want to mention a lot of this stuff. That's perfectly fine. Everything they did, I thought, was done decently, especially for the 60s when we know there was a lot more um, racial stuff going on about Native Americans at that time with all the Westerns and things like that that predated this, too, and came after this time period. So I, I don't know. I thought they did a pretty decent job of having fun with it um the whole indian thing i understand like we didn't get away from that until recently really like uh yeah probably 2000s i think people finally started changing so because like uh my family like my great-grandfather was in the trial like he was like 100 percent um native american and like he used to go around calling himself Indian. He's just like, yeah, I'm Indian. But of course he died before the 2000. So, uh, but my grandpa still says it and everything. Um, it's an older thing too. I think it's going to be harder for some people to get away from it. And yeah, uh, I thought, yeah, I, I enjoyed this episode because I thought that they didn't, um, take, take it and make it a big joke. Like they could have, like it was, it was still funny, but it wasn't mm. like funny while like demeaning an entire population, you know. Yeah, I, I'd be curious to hear what the listeners think. I'm curious you know? to hear what other people think about this episode. I'm sure there's probably articles about articles about. Oh my god, this I episode did... is blah blah blah. And no, yeah, there's all kinds of articles. There's a they reason look at that... old stuff. You, you know, you t- we got to separate the time it was made and today. You told me though. Remember this. Nick yes. at Night, the only episode or TV to land, whichever. Hit, yeah. it was, the only it was one, Nick at Night. The only one they took off was the one about abuse. So this one clearly wasn't that bad in their eyes. No. <laughs> because it's not. I, I really appreciate appreciated the way they handled it. And um even as like a filmmaker and stuff too, like I understand where it can become an issue when you're dealing with any uh group. I would say uh, that's not ne- that hasn't necessarily been treated properly as it should have been. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, just because there's so much, so much has changed in just the last 20 years, you know, since we were in high school and shit like that, even. Um, yeah. And yeah, I agree with that. Wait, 20 years. It's only been 12 for me. Shut up. <laughs> I don't uh, even know what year it is anymore. 2022, almost 20 mm-hmm. years for me. Damn, you're old. Uh, <laughs> oh, fuck you, man. You know what? I'm going to make, make you break in this next episode then. Oh, boy. Looking forward to that. But yeah, I, there's parts of this episode that I enjoy. Yeah. Um, like the whole family trip thing and Herman being, you know, way too into the areas, you know, facts that, that took yeah. me back to being a kid. Uh, I liked the beginning 
with the uh <laughs> the the voting it was an all right episode for me i'll i'll, I'll say that uh yeah. but i do have one little piece of trivia okay uh totem pole sculpture is indigenous to tribes to the pacific northwest not interior tribes of the desert southwest or great plains so okay yeah well maybe the totem came from and they just traveled uh, yeah it's entirely possible because that happened i just thought that was a kind of interesting yeah because I, okay. I didn't know that so uh before we get into the next episode here um are you done with trivia and all that stuff yeah, I only okay. had the one thing. Just that one little thing right there. Okay, before we get into that, I want to um, read a quote from uh, Grandpa Munsters, a, uh, Sir Al Lewis, technically. Um, this Was came, he knighted? I said sir, not knight. Sir knight? I guess sir. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> Mr. Al... Mr. Al Lewis. Um... This came from a rally, Munster uh, Al Lewis, where where Grandpa Al Lu- Al uh, came to an outdoor rally in the support of Howard Stern when Howard Stern was being um, attacked for expletives, ex- ex- bleh, explicit cussing, <laughs> and unmentionable uh, other things to people's ears that weren't necessarily polite at the time when Howard Stern came out. And uh, this is what um, Al Lewis had to say in support of uh, Howard Stern. And I'm only saying this because I think it's funny. (laughs) Brace yourself. Uh, He took to the mic and announced, we're here because we have a purpose. And that purpose is to say, fuck the FCC. Fuck them. Fuck them. Fuck (laughs) them. And that was a quote directly from Al Lewis, oh, Grandpa Munster. Last week and this week, we're definitely earning an E soon. An E? For explicit. Oh, we already have that. I, I put that really? on there. I put that on there just in case, because if you say the F word anyways, you technically should say explicit. Oh, okay. I yeah. thought that was granted by. No. Right. Well, maybe. I don't know. Um. Stern snatched the mic away from him and feared for the worst. <laughs> <laughs> Even Stern was worried. <laughs> and and the FCC uh, declined to interview or intervene. Sorry. Yeah. I mean, what do you say to that? You, you really can't. It's <laughs> you can't. And at that point, you could have just said, oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. At that point, you'd just be like, oh, it's a crazy old man. (laughs) Uh, They say the darndest things. I don't really want to watch that show. Yeah. Uh, But this came from an article that I will be sharing. It will probably already be shared in the group and on Twitter by the time this episode comes out. So uh, swing by Mm -hmm. and check that out if you haven't by then. All right, guys. Uh, let's dive into episode, um, uh, what is it? 19. 19 season two. The most beautiful ghoul in the world. Dun, dun, dun. Written by newcomer Ted Bergman. With Norm Liedman and Ed Haas involved as well. Uh, this is Ted's first writing credit. <laughs> You're not even excited about those two anymore. <laughs> well, I mean, they're involved in everything. <laughs> yeah. So... Uh, 
But like I said, this was Ted's first writing credit that he sold while still in college. Mm. Uh, He will return to write an episode of Monsters today. Okay. Uh, Other shows he has uh, written on is uh, the Smothers Brothers Comedy Hour, the Jonathan Winter Show, Sanford and Son, Sanford, and Give Me a Break, but was also made production manager of the Ropers, Three's Company, and Three's a Crowd. So he went on to have a long career after this. Oh, cool. Cool. Mm-hmm. So wait, this is his first. Um, so he wrote this and they picked this story up. Is that what you're saying? Yep. And then they adapted it to the monsters. Uh, potentially. Yeah. Okay. It just says that this is this. This is his first writing credit. And they also said this was the first uh, writing piece that he successfully sold to uh, be made. Okay, so it could have been something he meant for something else, or he might have just wrote it specifically for this and sold it to them. Cool. Yep. All right. Uh, Ezra Stone is back as director. We have a couple of guests here. Mm -hmm. Uh, Alvia Alman as Mrs. Harkness, who many may remember as Alvira Bradshaw from Beverly Hillbillies or Mother Frump in Halloween with the new Adams Family. But her most well-known role, which is a one-off, so it's kind of uh, strange, but Mm -hmm. she was the candy factory foreman in the job-switching episode of I Love Lucy. Everyone remembers her from that one episode. That's the episode where they're on like the the line, right? About yeah, yeah. Every well, everyone remembers that damn episode. So yeah, <laughs> uh, we have Charles Lane as Mister Holmes, uh, Edgar Holmes, Maxwell, uh, or he played Maxwell in the the Phyllis Diller show, which ran from sixty six to sixty seven. Uh, he was Homer Bedlow in. Petticoat Junction, which ran from 63 to 68. Uh, Foster Finney in the Beverly Hillbillies. Dale Bush in Karen, which was a TV show from 1975. Uh, Richard Welt in an episode of St. Elsewhere, which I wanted to bring this up because if anyone doesn't know about St. Elsewhere, uh, that created the multiverse for tv basically mm-hmm. uh every tv show ever basically exists inside this child's mind on this show just so you're aware that is a thing that is now something that exists <laughs> um that's kind of cool uh, what's that I said, that's kind of cool yeah it's it's crazy you should look it up it's it blew my mind when i first heard about this so uh, is it so, it's uh, a show yeah it, it's a elsewhere sh- it's a show where everything exists in the kid's mind is the show. Yeah. So does his show, does his show of him creating all these shows in his mind exist in his mind? Uh, I believe that is <laughs> the ending. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, it is a crazy, crazy show uh, series. And oh, my God, you need to look this up. And when was it that is- made? Uh, 1987 was when the episode aired. Okay. So it's kind of like a Twilight thing. Yeah. Uh, but Charles lived to be 102 and has over 370 film and TV credits under his belt. 
uh, he would have so many roles in one day that often you would find him running between sets uh, in between being filmed to, to quickly change into a new costume. Yeah. So uh, he's another one that I strongly suggest uh, people go and look at his list of uh, like just stuff that he's in because it's it's crazy. Uh, and then for the final three guests, we got Adele Claire as the secretary, Mary Mitchell as Dor- Dorothea Harkness and Bob Hastings is back at, uncredited as the Raven. Poor Bob. Yeah. OK. Uh, anything else before we dive into the synopsis? No. All right. Uh, the most beautiful ghoul in the world. January 28th, 1966, as Tivis previously stated. The inheritance money from Cousin Wolverine. Shing Shing. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Her, which is funny. I'm that. It's, it's funny because he can't die anyways um <laughs> with inheritance i'm gonna get into that <laughs> with inheritance money from cousin wolverine herman and grandpa develop an invention for transmitting wireless electricity while lily and Marilyn open their own beauty salon both endeavors turn out to be disasters all snick, right snick snick so we open with someone banging on the door as herman goes to answer it's the mailman. Uh, he used a similar retractable arm that they installed in the phone booth to give Herman uh, to get Herman to sign for a package. And, you know, this, he's getting a little friendlier with the family. It, it, Herman even remarks this a little after I wrote this note to Lily that he's no longer standing on the other side of the road, throwing the mail over the fence. Yeah. <laughs> Which for letters, that's impressive. First off, he had to <laughs> frisbee that crap, you know. We put them all together and tie the rock to it and just chucked it across. Oh, yeah, he could have done that. would have been so much simpler. I would be a terrible mail uh, postal <laughs> worker. Uh, you just don't. You, it's creativity, Tivis. You just got to use creativity. <laughs> I'd be over there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like Gambit. <laughs> They're not going yeah. anywhere. They're just flying back at me. <laughs> That one went down the drain. It's going to come back at me. (laughs) That was their $10,000 check this week. (laughs) So, yeah, they get a package. They go. They're over by the organ and it's from Transylvania. Mm -hmm. But Herman hears ticking inside and thinks it's a time bomb. Oh, Lily, your damn family's trying to kill us again. (laughs) (laughs) So Lily summons the rest of the family to all die together. (laughs) Wait, wait, let's dive back first. How many times has her family sent them bombs and shit? (laughs) (laughs) Well, there's a remark coming up about that. (laughs) But she's like. Herman, don't hold that. It's dangerous. And he's like, you're right. Hands it to her and then runs. <laughs> and that's our cold opening. So yeah, that was that was a quick one. Yeah. So that's like I think that's the quickest cold, uh, opening that we've had so far. That was a fun opening. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, so we come back after the intro to Herman drowning the package in a bucket for 20 minutes. We don't see it for 20 minutes. It's been 20 minutes. Uh, 
So they can open it now. And Grandpa's like, well, maybe it's from Uncle Boris. He used to exchange bombs with Rasputin at Christmas time. Uh, So Herman's like, I don't hear any ticking. I'm going to open it by the light. And he goes over there near the clock. And he starts hearing the ticking again and starts freaking out. And Grandpa decides, hey, uh, hey, hey, idiot. Uh, There's a clock right there. And the raven comes out and makes fun of him. And it's a whole thing. (laughs) We get a shot of Lily just like uh, closing her eyes in shame. And I don't know if it's at Herman or her (laughs) for believing him. Yeah. Uh, Eddie says, how does does soaking a bomb in water, though, stop anything? uh, It ruins the gears. I don't know. I'm not a bomb expert. The gears? What if it's a chemical bomb? Not the gears. The the wiring. The gears. It's a clock bomb. (laughs) You know, the ticking. It needs a pendulum. You got to stop the pendulum. (laughs) Okay. Uh, If you can't tell, I don't know what I'm talking about. Now you do. (laughs) (laughs) We can tell to this. So Eddie's like, just open the box already. (laughs) So what's inside the box? It is a scroll of uh, of Babylonian proportions. No, oh, it's a scroll that reads in there that uncle or cousin, cousin Wolverine, Wolvie, uh, has passed away again. <laughs> yeah, Lily's like, wait, didn't Wolfie pass away three years ago? Herman's like, well, he's just done it again, which. <laughs> We already know isn't unusual for their family, the Dracula yeah. family. Yeah. Um, and then uh, they find out in the letter that they are receiving a $10,000 inheritance from him. Uh, it's got to be a lot of nice money there from a person that you barely ever talk about or reference. Seeing that you thought he had died and you didn't know he was alive again. <laughs> so Yeah. And we've gone over the 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 it, it, things of ten thousand dollars, and that's a lot of money. You know, if this guy, well, I have the conversion if you want to hear it. Sure. But if this cousin turns out to have the nickname of Logan, I would not be shocked. Um, so ten thousand when adjusted to twenty twenty two is ninety thousand two hundred fourteen and eighty one cents. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so they get the money and they begin talking about what they want to do with it. And Grandpa's like, we should sink it into my invention. And Lily steps in before another fight can begin about, you know, similar to the gold situation. And is like, no, no, no. We should use it for something good. I want to open my own business. They say that they need, they say that they could use and need this money and they both want to just blow it. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and then Herman says has had a household and takes it from Lily, but then Lily takes it back from him immediately. Yeah. And grandpa's (laughs) like shaking his head when Herman's like, as the head of the household, I'll be taking it. And grandpa's like, damn straight. (laughs) (laughs) 
Marilyn comes up with the great idea of just split it 5,000 each. Yeah. See who makes the best use of it. And I'm like, Marilyn, you have the mind for a game show host. Uh, <laughs> On this I week's like episode this of The Monsters, you will each get $5,000. And by the end, we will see whose business is more lucrative. <laughs> the winner will uh, receive nothing because we gave you five thousand dollars already and there's no more money at the end <laughs> but uh, grandpa's okay with it and lily agrees uh herman apparently uh wants to assist with grandpa this time whose yeah. plan is to transmit electricity through the air without wires and yeah isn't that just lightning uh, isn't that just a Tesla coil? Well, we'll talk about that in my trivia, but uh, <laughs> Lily mentions that she's opening a beauty parlor because she has a natural aptitude for that. Yeah. Um, then we cut to Matt. Lily has a parlor already. Wait, wouldn't electricity through the airwaves just be. Well, no, that's. That's telecommunications. Never mind. I have it in my notes. We'll get into it. Let's get through this episode first. Uh, (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So, yeah, in Lily's new beauty parlor or her parlor, I should say. uh, What? Not not Herman's parlor. Sherman's parlor. We got two parlors now. Uh, Well, it's literally called Lily's beauty something or another. I know, but it's a beauty parlor. Yeah. So we got the funeral parlor and the beauty parlor. Why doesn't she work at the funeral parlor to do the makeup on the corpses? <laughs> what? Someone should suggest that to her. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, uh, Marilyn's happy, you know, helping her set up with all of the beauty secrets their family has been keeping over the years, including the same mud Cleopatra used for her complexion on both of her husbands or honeymoons oh, Four, she had four. <laughs> uh, Marilyn is excited to one up the boys in business in the business world. And Lily says that won't be a problem when they put their heads together. Nothing happens. I mean, they did find a hidden pirate treasure in your backyard just a few weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, granted, it was with the help of Eddie. I mean, grandpa did create the um, the gas uh, pill, too, which they just made him not, you know, but what was that with Herman's help? I don't recall. Yeah, she's saying when they work together, it's chaos. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Herman won the horse race because he thought he was working with Grandpa. <laughs> or not horse yeah, race. Yeah, a lot of their plans but... of pairing up don't actually go according to plan. <laughs> Yeah, and then they just made them get rid of the treasure they did find because them working together after they found the treasure made them a bunch of hotheads and they didn't trust each other. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I guess they just don't work too good together. No, no. Although really. they did find a whole nother room in their house. Now they can expand, blow out a few walls. Grandpa oh, can take over. Please. That's just becoming part of the lab and you know it. <laughs> <laughs> 
that's gonna be grandpa's storage room for his corpses (laughs) (laughs) those are around the yard well there's Uh, no more yard now (laughs) speaking of the lab uh, grandpa tells herman that he's only an apprentice mad scientist so i'll let you know when you can do something stupid (laughs) uh herman's really skeptical about the idea of sending electricity through the air but grandpa says look I invented the way to send messages wirelessly through the air, didn't I? Herman's like, yeah, but then you went out of business when all the pigeons died. (laughs) So and Herman gets a nice little smirk on his face, which is priceless. I love every time he goads Gramp. Yeah. Uh, Gramp was like, hand me those oscillators. Everyone's like, you mean the egg beaters? <laughs> These oscillators look like egg beaters. <laughs> no, those are oscillators. <laughs> He's like, now hand me the spherical rectifiers. <laughs> Herman just looks down at two bowling balls. <laughs> old bowling balls. Old, old yeah. dusty bowling balls. Grandpa's already fed up with Herman. <laughs> yeah. and, and then Herman gets his fingers stuck in the bowling ball as Grandpa tries to take him away. So, it's going to be a lot of back and forth, by the way, this this episode. Yeah, they do uh, back and forth from the parlor, the charlor. To the lab, to the... <laughs> we're, we're back at the parlor. Yeah. Where uh, Marilyn lets Mrs. Harkness and her daughter Dorothea in. <laughs> the ball of the season's coming up and they need something to stand out. All they need is to be beautiful as they are already rich. <laughs> Lily comes out and the daughter is really skeptical, but the mother is excited. Yeah. Uh, Lily promises something new, a different, un- something new and different, unique to them. And Mi- Mrs. Harkness says if she can guarantee that when they enter the ballroom, all heads will turn, they'll, you know, have her business. And Lily says when she's done, people will not be able to believe their eyes. Back to yeah. the lab. <laughs> yeah. It's time for the first test. Herman, go stand over there with the light bulb. <laughs> yeah, and Grandpa turns the machine on and the light bulb actually turns on. Um yeah. and then he's like, all right, put the light bulb down and grab the I, razor. I, I really enjoy Grandpa's scientific like using the scientific method, which yeah. for the most symbol of boiling down is try and uh, try it and see <laughs> and herman's always his guinea pig <laughs> yep uh or since we've already said the f word today fuck around and find out <laughs> <laughs> so uh herman ends up grabbing the razor then next because grandpa says grab the electric razor and we'll test that now and it works it turns on <laughs> and then herman starts to shave himself as grandpa's yeah. <laughs> talking there's a why why He's like, why not? And Grandpa's like, all right, yeah, sure. <laughs> At first, I thought um, maybe his electricity thing was working only because Herman was the conductor. I didn't, yeah. I didn't think about anything. I didn't actually think his machine was really working outside of Herman helping it. <laughs> oh, boy, does it work. Um, yeah. Cut back to the beauty parlor where Lily needs more toadstool base for Mrs. Harkness. Uh, then uh, she goes and grabs a a bunch of it and pours it into like a beaker with gloves on. 
And she's going to pour it on Mrs. Harkness' face. As Lily walks into the other room with, like, an egg beater looking thing, too. Yeah, she comes back with uh, hair, these giant, like, hair curlers that's yeah. been sitting in fire. And she goes into Dorothea's room, and all we hear is screaming. And Lily's like, just get back in the chair and it won't hurt. Yeah. <laughs> Good Lily, you're terrifying. Back to the lab for the next phase. <laughs> uh, then we go to the lab, and now Grandpa wants to see if they can get their machine to work any further. Uh, so he like like hypercharges this thing. I'm not sure exactly what he has done to it differently. Um, but then he makes it go full power, and uh, full power. It goes haywire. Something pops out the back. And uh, then you go to like the park. We we jump to a park real quick and we see the light posts all blow out on the light posts. And yeah. The, power the plant same blows shot from up. season one. It looked like. Yeah. And then the power plant blows up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And uh, you flash back to uh, Herman and grandpa in the dungeon all like smoking. And Charred. Stuff. And yeah. And Herman has one of the egg beaters. I'm sorry. The um, what are they called? A oscillators. Oscillators in his mouth, <laughs> and Grandpa just turns it <laughs> while it's there, and he pops it out. And Fred is like, you can tell, or uh, Herman's angry. And then at this point, he says, "You know, Grandpa, I uh, I don't think. Oh, what is what's the exact words he says?" Help me out uh, here. Your machine isn't ready for the market yet. Yeah, your machine isn't ready for the market yet. And then he looks angry again after he says that. Like he looks angry, it, 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 and then he says, "Looks it, like he wants to and, kill him." Yeah. So it's, it's uh. Then we go back to the parlor, which still has power somehow. Maybe it runs off just a different destroyed grid. Destroyed the city power grid. It, it runs off another grid. You know. I yeah, I would hope so, cause the hospitals and stuff. But so, uh, yeah, at the parlor, Lily is ready to unveil the women. Mrs. Harkness comes out looking like a hag, and Dorothea kind of just looks overworked and stressed. Yeah. When the ladies turn to look at each other, they immediately pass out. I, and Marilyn is taking this as not a great start for the company. I thought Dorothea looked better with like the curly locks and everything like that. I thought she looked better. It was like all over the place. Like she's had a rough day. Was it though? It just seemed like like a really, you know, I guess for that time period, I guess, you know, they didn't do hair necessarily like that in the 60s. Even our usually. time period, it looked like someone stressed to the end of the rope. No, that's that's totally like a 2000s hairdo, dude. Mm. For girls with curly hair. Yeah. That is totally that's not a, a hairdo I've ever seen on anyone in a How good old were you state in 2000? of mind. <laughs> Since we're going here. I Call was me old man. Nine. <laughs> you were nine in two thousand. Yeah. Oh jeez. I mean, my mom's always had that hair, but she's a single mom, so. <laughs> well, she was, I should say. My stepdad came along when I was. Yeah. When did he come I, along? What? Well, anyway. <laughs> well, 
I thought that she looked better with the curly locks and stuff, uh, how they did it. But yeah, though, the mom, uh, Miss Harkness, looked <laughs> looked like uh, Bride of Frankenstein meets like, I don't know, a swamp <laughs> or something. I got trivia for that as well. Uh, uh, now we're cutting to Edgar Z. Holmes, attorney at law's office. Yep. Uh, the secretary comes in. Two women claiming to be his best clients are there. And Edgar's like, well, why didn't you see them in? She, don't you know who they are? She's like, You'll see. So they're supposedly <laughs> his best clients. Does that mean that they sue people a lot? Well, they're rich, don't you know? So they're Karens. Yeah. Because <laughs> they're always complaining about something. Yeah. <laughs> gotcha. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, this is the early, early. No offense early to Karen. anybody out there whose actual name is Karen, by the way. I am so sorry for what society has done to your name. Yes. <laughs> uh, so I, I just started talking loudly and the cat freaked out and scratched me. Uh, so Edgar begins to greet them. But stops upon seeing their faces, screams for help, jumps on his desk. And Mrs. Harkness is like, will you calm down? And he's like, what? What happened? And she's I just came from a beauty parlor. And he immediately, without any other uh, sentence, says, well, we'll have no trouble suing and probably sending them to jail for this transgression. Yeah, We have enough proof right here. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Mrs. Harkness seems extremely happy with the news and Mm. she goes she's like I could kiss you in fact I will he jumps back on the desk and starts screaming again and she once again is like will you calm down and listen to the facts in the case right (laughs) (laughs) cut to Lily reading a notice yep she's got her she was served already with uh, papers saying hey fix this shit or we're suing you Um, and that's basically it She's like, well, yeah. crap. Uh, Marilyn is sad that the boys are doing much better than them. Where is Eddie? <sighs> we haven't seen him since they opened the box. Open the box this morning. In the beginning of the in episode. The, in the beginning of the episode of the morning. I mean. Was this an off day for. <laughs> had to be. I mean, he doesn't need to be in the story, so. Yeah, you could have him like in the background still. I mean, that's what Marilyn's job is most episodes. Ooh, don't say that. You're going to piss a lot of people off. It's the truth. They Ooh. underutilize her. Ooh. <laughs> uh, they started using her more, though. Uh, yeah, this episode, I'm so happy she's like in the forefront. Yeah. Like, I'm not even kidding. I am very unhappy with how little stories we're getting of her. Yeah. <laughs> hey, maybe we'll get more. Munster's content in the future and we'll see even more Maryland usage so yeah Yeah, hopefully we see her in the movie Um, we'll see so yeah then we go to grandpa's on the phone call yeah what's the phone call about (laughs) they're talking to the city apparently they're going to get fined sued possibly jailed uh, for what they did how the hell does the city know that they're responsible. Uh, apparently they trace them according to grandpa. That's not no. Also, they're the cause of most problems with the city. 
Basically, Grandpa created a massive EMP, <laughs> and you know the military created a laser. Is what he. Did. The military should be like contacting Grandpa to use his EMP on, you know, everybody. <laughs> Anyways, uh, but what, what do they have to do to not get in trouble? It the fix everything right they only have to pay a thousand dollars only a thousand dollars for causing an entire power plant to explode maybe it's a cheap power plant <laughs> uh i look herman is very distressed during all this and i have to say this is probably the worst acting I've seen from Fred in this entire show. Like he did not deliver these his lines believable at all during this. Yeah. And I have to wonder is like, is this at the end of a long day where he's getting sick of his prosthetics? But now we're back at the beauty parlor. Uh Mrs. Harkness is getting confirmation that they can restore her looks. And Lily says, oh, yeah, if that's how you really want to look. There's nothing, you know, we can do about it. Um, <laughs> and Marilyn is ready to apply the neutralizer. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, at the lab. At the lab, the the two dumbasses are <laughs> jackasses, as Grandpa would say, are trying to um, do short term. Now they're going to just mess with Lily's. <laughs> Lily's parlor and turn the lights on and off as grandpa says and um, they start the machine up and then we go back to the parlor where the lights are flickering on and off but so are the the machines the hair machines the hair dryers um, and they do this for back and forth for a couple minutes here well not a couple minutes but like in their time uh, for a few seconds for us, probably half a minute or so of the lights flickering and the machines going blah, 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 blah. Then they're like, all right, it's up. Let's look at your hair. Let's see what, what happened. Let's go. Let's look at it. They lift it up. And what happened to this? They have bald caps on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Both ladies ended up bald. The machines took all their hair off. And um, they are freaked out even more this time. Uh, their beauty is back in their faces or whatnot. That stuff works. Which I love how they had towels hiding their faces to hide the fact they already took the makeup off. I think that was supposed to be like the the formula was on their the towel, and they were holding know, it there for so long. Like you could, oh yeah, tell you could behind tell. It. it was just yeah. Yeah, you could tell, but it was nice that they did something, you know. They spent all their money already, Tivis. They had to make all those logos for the hair salon. (laughs) I love when they first remove the towels, though, before we see the hair result. Lily takes one look at Mrs. Harkness is like, ugh, how normal. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah, so the women scream and run around and they like start bickering with each other they look at lily as what do you do about or what do you have to say about this and she's like 
how will you be paying? <laughs> and then Cut they back run to off the, uh, and they go. Yeah, go on. They run off. Yeah. Back to Edgar's office. Mm-hmm. Uh, Edgar greets them, stops upon seeing their bald head. <laughs> then excuses himself for a second as he goes in to his, to closet. his closet yeah. and bangs the door on his head for some reason. Uh, I, he must be having a hell of a day. <laughs> he then asks if the gentleman wants some cigars before Miss Harkness gives him a death stare and rants about Lily. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, we get another letter <clears throat> of uh, intent to sue now for $10,000. <clears throat> and the whole family's there minus Eddie. Yep. Well, so the whole... F- yeah, that's not the whole family then. That's why I said minus Eddie. Okay. So, uh, yeah. Uh, Herman begins telling her, you know, well, I, I knew this was a bad idea, letting you run your own business. Like, Herman, stop right there. Stop right there. Grandpa's like, this happened yesterday? And Marilyn's like, yeah, around 3.30. Mm-hmm. Grandpa gets a look on his face. He knows. Oh, yeah. Herman Herman goes on a rant about how Lily fritted away her share of the money. And then he says fritted like a ton. Before saying that exactly 3.30 the day before, they have perfected Grandpa's machine by turning it on her parlor. And Lily begins making the connection herself. (sighs) And Herman just should have shut up. Yeah, Herman continues on and Grandpa comes over and he's like, he tries to help Herman. He's like, Herman, they had a problem at 3.30 yesterday. We used our machine on their parlor while this was happening at 3.30 yesterday. Mm. <laughs> Lily's like, is this true, Herman? Uh, Herman begins to say that it it couldn't have been. no. We didn't. That's not possible. It's all Grandpa's fault. <laughs> he did it. He did it. He did it. <laughs> yeah, he throws Grandpa under the bus. <sighs> oh. And then we get a knock on the door here. Yeah. And oh, is, they think it's the police. <laughs> and yeah. Grandpa and Herman run away, and Lily well, and Marilyn go and answer the door. Lily and Marilyn go answer the door. After they leave the room, Herman goes to Grandpa. He's like, Let's go hide in the cellar. And Grandpa's like, uh, I'll be right behind you, you chicken. Because <laughs> he's still unhappy that Herman just threw him under the bus. Yeah. So they run for the uh, the trap door. Um, Hey, you lost? Where am I? I lost my, <laughs> so Grandpa, I lost my place. Or, um, this is a real long paragraph for me. Who who did you just say ran through the trap door? I'm sorry. Grandpa and Herman. Yeah, so uh, we're at oh. the door now where yes. Lily and Marilyn answer the door. I and, should not have made that paragraph so long in my notes. <laughs> and then um, <laughs> Lily and Marilyn answer the door to the two ladies, to the Har- Harkness or Har- Har- Harness? Harkness? Mrs. Ladies. Harkness and Dorothea. Yeah. Uh, they have some there? luscious locks of hair. Super beautiful hair. 
and uh they are like you're you're a genius your machine yeah. worked whatever you did you know your, it, your our process hair back overnight better than before yeah your process like, is genius and uh we'd like to invest yeah we spoke to our lawyer not only are we no longer suing you we want to finance you yeah <laughs> and the girls are like oh my god we're gonna make millions and the women are the Dorothy is like, that's right, because no one can be too rich. Yeah. <laughs> I have words, Dorothea, but I'll wait for the trivia. <laughs> so they rush to tell Herman and Grandpa the good news as the boys come up from the basement saying, you don't need to worry about it anymore. The evidence is gone. We have destroyed the machine. Oh, but we could have made millions. <laughs> Well, yeah, Lily's devastated. He did it. He did it. He yeah. did it. He did it. <laughs> <laughs> to Grandpa. <laughs> Blaming Grandpa again. And then he begins slapping Grandpa, and the girls just shut the trap door on both of them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now we got Grandpa in the lab with his machine taped back together. And he's like, I've gotten all the bugs out now. It's time to test it, Herman. Go stand over there. I'm going to make you grow hair. It'll give you a luscious Just, head of hair, he says. I'm like, it wasn't the machine that made it grow hair. It was the combination of that and the hair thing. Yeah. So. He begins trying to grow hair on Herman. Herman feels nothing. So Grandpa turns up the juice. Still nothing. Grandpa turns it up the full blast. He's like, there's enough uh, current flowing through the, this machine to grow hair on a bowling ball. And Herman's like, yeah, that's what's happening. You took the words <laughs> right out of my mouth. Yep. <laughs> the bowling balls that Grandpa used for his machine are growing hair, long hair and beards. Yep. <laughs> Grandpa claims that he's ruined and Herman goes, well, look at the bright side. If we could find a market for hairy bowling balls, we can make a fortune. Always looking on the bright side of life, Herman. I'm sure there's some market out there for hairy bowling balls. Someone that's someone's going to find that funny. Yeah. It's yeah. a Spencer's uh, gift, isn't it? <laughs> hairy bowling balls. So I, I enjoyed this one quite a bit, actually. I like the back and forth. I love that Marilyn got more of a spotlight that didn't involve her getting a boyfriend. Yeah. Uh, you know, and Fred and Al together is always, always a blast. So I, I like aside from Eddie just going missing, this hit like almost all on my check mark, uh, you know, checklist for what I want in an episode. Yeah. Was it me or was both of these episodes, did they seem really fast? They they did. They were both 25 epi or minutes, though. Yeah. So that was pretty standard. They're still standard time, but they felt a lot faster than most of the uh, episodes have. Up the to pace this point. was definitely picked up, especially yeah. bouncing back and forth. Yeah. For both of them, too, they bounced back and forth from shot there from scene to scene, mm -hmm. which is nice. So I guess that helps uh, speed up the process, too, of watching the episode. And then you're just like, by the time it's over, you're like, where, wait, where's the episode? I want more. Give me more. Yeah. Um, 
Anyways, I enjoyed this episode too. I out of the two episodes though, I did like the first one a lot more. Um, but this episode was really cool because like you said, we get to see more Marilyn's story, especially from the last episode where Marilyn dipped off. She was yeah. in it at the beginning and then she dipped out just like Eddie was here. So maybe they got off days. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. It might have been her off day that day. So because I know that's that's I know we mentioned this early on in our series, but, you know, that's how they did it back then. When you got a vacation day, you like just were written off an episode for some reason. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I appreciate the episode. It was cool to see Lily is continuing what we've seen her want to do is run a business, work, do something. Um, I don't think she's going to keep the salon to this. I don't think it. I really just don't think she's keeping it. <laughs> no. Unless her next clientele is like Elvira. <laughs> or Zombo, which brings us to our trivia. Dun, dun, dun. The makeup that was on Mrs. Harkness. Uh huh. That was the very same look they gave Zombo in a future episode. Yep. Yeah. So still looking forward to meeting him. No idea when it's going to happen, but I'm it's, looking forward it's, to it's it. It's coming up. It's coming up. Uh, the title of this one is a parody of The Most Beautiful Girl in the World, a 1935 song from Richard Ra- Rogers and Lorenz Hart's musical Jumbo. Okay. Uh, Dorothea was named from the Greek word meaning God's gift. So they really went all, all out with this uh, rich, snobby family. <laughs> uh, rich can't get richer or you can't get too rich. Yeah, you can't get too rich. So Herman mentions uh, Moon Maid, the fictional character who was a major player in the Dick Tracy comic strip at one point. Uh, she married Junior dick's adopted son and Mm. gave birth to a girl they named honeymoon at some point in space between the earth and the moon so that comic strip went all over the place okay and my final final thing of trivia is uh grandpa's invention is a real thing wireless energy transmission or wet also known as short range inductive power transfer is widely used with commercial products such as electric toothbrushes, shavers, and mobile and handheld wireless devices. Uh, It's not efficient for long-range power transmission, though. Basically, if you have a wireless phone charger, Mm -hmm. that's what this is. It's like one of the the things that you sit down and sit on, Mm -hmm. like the pads and stuff. Gotcha. So... uh, it doesn't quite work like how grandpa uses it in the episode, but it right. is real. That's cool. I like it. I like it yeah. a lot. <laughs> <laughs> is that all the trivia you got for us then? That's all I got. All right. Uh, do you want to head out of here since we are an hour and 40 something in already? <laughs> or oh, do wow. You got this more is a stuff? long one. Yeah, we are. Uh... I don't really know what we talked about. Oh, we got off track a little bit. So it's not a couple times. Yeah. yeah. Well, we hope you guys enjoyed the episode. And again, you can find us on all the socials at the Munster cast and uh, definitely email us your thoughts on episode. The first episode we talked about, um, 
with uh, or any episode we've talked about any, yes definitely any episode we've talked about or if you want us to answer some questions or have some like re- cool trivia yourself that we have yet to uh discuss yeah. from episodes that we've already discussed anyways and i don't know if we've asked this before but if you have ever worked on any of the movies or uh any shows. of the shows we would love to talk to you in any capacity yeah uh you know contact us we we would love to get you on here to talk to you about you know your experience and time on there yeah definitely um and you can email us all at the monstercast at outlook.com guys and uh again we appreciate everybody listening and we hope we haven't driven a bunch of people off with just you know stupid things that we say sometimes (laughs) (laughs) they're all in jest just just so you remember that um i um I did share that article as we were recording. So that article is up that I pulled that. Yeah, one I got bit the from. notification from Twitter. Uh, so hopefully everybody has enjoyed that or will enjoy it when they listen to this and go back to it. Um, that is on Twitter. And uh, with that said, Tivis, do you got any final words for us today, man? Don't arm wrestle a Dracula. Wise words wise words okay with that said guys we will catch you next time as we take another stroll down 1313 mockingbird lane the lesson i want you to learn is it doesn't matter what you look like you can be tall or short or fat or thin or ugly 